Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to Award to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in the direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Award to the Wise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I just want to say that I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope that you enjoyed the day nonetheless. And I just also want to say my heart goes out to all the people who are celebrating Christmas alone this year or grieving a loved one because, you know, this year has been filled with so much loss. My heart goes out to you. Um, I know that this Christmas was especially hard for me because typically um, two days before Christmas is my grandmother's birthday and we kind of celebrate with her and then also, you know, celebrate Christmas. And this is the first year that we're not able to do that because she passed away earlier this year. So it's been very difficult for my family, but I'm just, you know, extending that empathy to others who may be struggling with losing, um, you know, struggling with the loss of a loved one during the holidays and just not being able to be with their families during the holidays because of Corona. I know that it's a very hard time. And I know that with all of this, we're all ready to rush out of this year and head into 2021. Um, And this episode is going to be dedicated to reviewing 2021, the good, the bad, (laughs) the ugly. Um, So we're going to be talking about all of that, me and, you know, some of my girlfriends. But before we get into today's show and I give you a little bit more details about what you can expect. Let's get into the song of the week. And the song of the week this week is by The Weeknd featuring Kenny G and it is called In Your Eyes and it is the remix. Here it is. If you're interested in listening to the song after listening to today's episode, I'm going to be leaving all of the details in the show notes for you to check out. So on today's episode, as I mentioned at the beginning, we're going to be talking about 2020. We're actually going to be doing a review, a reflection on the year, and I will be joined with some of my girlfriends, three of them actually, Edwa, Mox, and Amanda. Mox is short for Chiamaka. And I've been friends with these girls for over a decade. I think it's about 12 years now. We went to high school together. We've stayed in touch and we've stayed very close. And in our reflection today, 
we're going to be talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of 2020, what we learned, what we weren't expecting, and how we hope to take what we've learned in this year into the next year, 2021. So it's going to be a very interesting and funny conversation. And I don't know if you guys remember, if you listened to my podcast when I first launched it, the first episode was dedicated to not canceling 2020 and how we have to do internal work and kind of come out as better versions of ourselves in the way we think, in the way we, you know, talk to other people and how we relate to other people. So we get into that as well. Um, One of the big themes in our conversation is about intentionality, living a life filled with intention and living a purpose-filled life um, and just becoming more self-aware and paying attention to the choices that we're making. So we talk about a lot of those things. And like I said, it's going to be a very interesting and funny conversation. I also wanted to flag for you guys that this conversation was recorded over Zoom with four different people talking. So the audio might be a little choppy in some areas, but you should be able to hear this conversation loud and clear nonetheless. But I just wanted to flag that for you um, in terms of the audio quality. But I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation. I'm sure that a lot of you guys are going to find it relatable. And I'm curious to know, you know, what are some of your reflections of 2020? And what are the things that you're hoping to bring with you into 2021? Because I still stand on the belief that 2020 really was not a bad year. Well, it was to some extent, but I think there were lots of gems in it. And if we don't pay attention to those gems, you know, we don't want to repeat history. All right. Well, let's get into the show. So if you guys could define 2020 in one word, what would it be? I was going to say hell, but (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't completely hellish. I think there were some, there were some like not so bad things in the midst of like all of the the bad things. Everyone's looking at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, we're like that. What was good? Good intertwined in it. Yeah. Okay, so should we start with the good or the bad? Wait, Amanda, what was your word? I feel like 2020 was just a reset. Like Ooh, that's reset. a reset on like the whole world because yeah, no. I mean, those good. things are never fun, but it happened. Like sure. I feel a lot of things that were in the dark got hit with the lights it was straight up like we were in the club partying hard and they were like lights on at 12 30 like whoa nobody we're yeah. supposed to be until two how you just gonna out us like that that's what I felt like that's real I felt I like, like that. 2020 encompassed you know what we used to say in high school dots it was definitely yeah. like yes it was all the dots I feel like that's even an understatement <laughs> like what <laughs> No, it really was thoughts. Yeah, I was like, I felt like we were in some sort of simulation or something. I'm like, yeah, what? But Amanda, I echo your sentiments about the reset. Yeah. But it took a while to realize it was a reset. It was Aggie. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It was, it was Aggie. 
It was just like one blow after the next, after the next. I'm just like, what have I done? Like, what yeah. is going on? What have we done? Because it was it was the whole human body. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Like, is this like karma getting me? Like, what? Like, <laughs> what did I do? Right. You couldn't even yeah. take it personal. Like, it was like everybody was like getting personally hit True. at the same time. True, true, true. So what were you... Okay, let's start with the bad stuff. Then we'll get into the good stuff. What were some of the bad stuff that you guys were just like, this is... I'm on my knees because this is just too much. I think the like the whole pandemic, the beginning of the pandemic, I was so <laughs> scared. I was like, what is this? Then I think... So we we closed school. Like we, clo- we closed classes on like a Friday. Then on that Wednesday, Day, like one of my course mates sent a message in our group chat like oh my my flatmate tested positive for COVID-19 and this same girl like I was giving her a high five I was giving her a hug I was playing with her I just shouted Jesus I'm gonna pass out Jesus. then the next day man started coughing I was having a headache I swear to you I was like, yeah, I'm about oh, to choke. God, I'm having COVID 19. I really think I had it. I had the worst headache of my life. Like, it was in the middle of my head. It felt like somebody was playing basketball with my brain. Damn. I was like, wow. wait, do so you think you had it? Did you get tested? I really do. I didn't, I never got tested because you like couldn't mm. go to the hospitals because right. they were like full of COVID patients. So I never got tested. This was like, this was like March. Mm. And my headache was mad, like coughing, craziest headache ever like the coughing wasn't even bad it was the headache that I remember like I would go to sleep so I wouldn't have to be awake to experience the the head pain it was crazy oh my god how long did that last probably a week okay a week and then um one day pain were you having trouble I didn't didn't have I didn't have any of the other symptoms I just had like a mild cough I had oh I had like um congestion like I had like Mm. you know like stuffy nose and stuff like that um and then this really bad crazy headache and so I like remember writing in like um our group chat like because most of the people in my program were like doctors and stuff so I was like hey friends like your girl's about to die of headache (laughs) come and diagnose me because I don't understand and then one guy like messaged me on the side and he was like yo like I've been reading things and this COVID it like manifests itself in different ways for different people you might have COVID and I was like honestly I feel like I do have COVID. Like right. that's actually real. Um, but yeah, after a week, I was I was taking um, Tylenol. I was taking all sorts of medicines, not ibuprofen, because they said I, they said that that like makes COVID worse or whatever. So I like avoided that. But yeah, I was mad. So I think in the beginning it was just fear, like oh my gosh, this um, this thing is horrible. But then after I had like my COVID in quotation marks experience, I don't know if it was COVID, I just felt invincible. I was like, I can't get this thing. <laughs> I was like, I already had it. Because we were going to supermarkets. I don't even I don't think we were wearing masks. Were we wearing masks that early? In um I can't in the beginning, I don't think we were wearing masks. I can't remember. They hadn't enforced it yet. They hadn't like we were in London. Enforced it yet. Yeah. yeah. Do you know I I can't remember? Maybe I'm I must maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. But like COVID restrictions weren't that crazy at this time. Like people were just kind of like living their life. And I was like, oh. I've been going to the supermarket. I've been going up and down. I've been doing all kinds of things. And I don't, I don't have COVID. Maybe I can't get it. So yeah, it was stupid. But um, yeah, I think it was just fear at first. 
And then I was really sorry, guys. I'm talking, I'm talking a lot. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. Good. It's good. Go no, ahead. You have the floor. You have... <laughs> <laughs> like, talk. Then I was like really afraid for like Nigeria. I was like, oh my gosh, our health system is like not even up to par. How are we going to take this? Like a pandemic every day. Um, the NCDC is like producing different numbers. We're seeing different numbers, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I wasn't hearing of actual, like, I'm not saying that there's no COVID in Nigeria though, but I wasn't hearing. Of the deaths um, or people like, like yeah, I wasn't hearing the hospitals. Deaths, yeah. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy like that. Um, so yeah, it, I, mean, I was hearing one or two, but it wasn't compared to what was going on in the UK. Like the hospitals in the UK at that time were crazy. Like people, yeah, it was really horrible. It was really horrible. So, but yeah, I was happy that um, it wasn't as bad in Nigeria because there are a whole bunch of other diseases that are um, hitting my people. So I was like, you want to add COVID-19 on top? Like, God, have mercy. Yeah, Yeah. I was really stressed out. Amanda, you said, that's what the question was. I had the right answer lined up in my head. Oh, and oh, I was sis. like, wait, I think, I think because we did all three. Yeah, because I'm just chatting at this point. So let me just shut up. So, <laughs> no, no, it was we, good. No. I like this. no, it was good. It was thorough. Uh, you, the question was, what were some of the <laughs> negative things you felt or like were just kind of like, oh my God, this is crazy? Well, yeah, yeah. COVID, definitely. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, okay. I, I guess I was queued up in the right space then. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but thank you, Edward, for that beautiful framework to start us off. Um, I would probably say there are the two biggest things um, in terms of being like a negative experience of COVID. I mean, I'm grateful that none of my like immediate family and friends that like hit with COVID. Um, for the most part, people were okay with like their jobs and things like that. But I feel the fatigue and trying to honor and validate my experiences at times, like giving myself permission to feel shitty. I mean, Mm -hmm. can I say shitty? Well, oh, well, we said it Um, because (laughs) the fatigue is real um, when you live and work and go to school in the same space. Um, I think people think they have access to you at an unlimited amount of time. Like I was having meetings Mm -hmm. at, 8 30 9 o'clock that I would never have done if I was in person but because you're home it makes it a little bit easier and then I'm like wait I'm not drinking enough water because I don't have enough time to even go to the bathroom in between my meetings like this is not sustainable and sometimes having meetings back to back is not going to help you be productive so that fatigue and just feeling worn out having to tell people that like you love and care about who normally so into you like hey, I just need a second to kind of recharge was hard. Mm. Um, And then the giving yourself permission to be like, wow, I'm overwhelmed or I'm feeling a lot. I think my biggest time came during the summer uh, with a lot of the racial unrest because that is the stuff that gives me like the energy to just want to be careful. Almost almost got a little lit, almost a little too radical here. (laughs) Um, You got to be careful what you put out to the masses. But I... That was difficult for me. And when I made decisions to go out and protest, like that was, I I don't want to be dramatic, but it was truly a life or death situation because Mm -hmm. there were hundreds and thousands of people out there. But for me, I was like, well, if I'm going to go out by COVID, something that I don't have any control about, or if I'm going to go out for fighting for justice, something that I have a chance to fight, then 
I guess it's going to be me in the ladder because mm. I'm, I just, I just couldn't, it didn't sit right with me. Um, but those feelings of like, damn, some people are losing their jobs. People are losing loved ones and they don't have a house. Or I think about, I mean, I'm in law school. Y'all know that I'm fortunate enough to have a space to be able to do my work and be uninterrupted. People have pets, people have kids, people have in-laws that are living with them. They have roommates where it's like their living situation was set up for them to sleep. That's why we pay tuition to have a school to go to. So it was hard at times to be like, oh, you got to still be grateful, but still find a space to say, hey, it's okay to be overwhelmed and stressed and trying to navigate at these times. So I think those are my two takeaways, y'all. No, that's facts. Mm-hmm. That is facts. Okay. Max, what's, what, what are yours? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just start off with the fact that I am a new healthcare provider in the midst of a pandemic. Mm. So that in itself has been a journey. I mean, what, I got officially licensed in April, started working. Yeah, officially licensed in April this year. That was when like COVID and everything pretty much hit the fan. Um, I was one of the unfortunate ones. I did have COVID in May. So imagine one month into working, I catch COVID and how I noticed, or I guess kind of like what tipped me off was that I was spraying perfume, ironically. And for whatever reason, something made, something clicked in me that I realized like, I can't smell this perfume. And I was getting ready for work. So it wasn't like, I mean, face. <laughs> like, like literally I was getting dressed, putting on my, you know, That's crazy. Dress, my sneakers. I have a perfume that I pay a lot of money for that. I love sprayed it on. And I'm like, why can't I smell this? Sprayed it again. Can't smell it. I can smell like the alcohol undertone, but I can't smell the fragrance. So that was a little bit of an indication that like, okay, something actually is wrong. Um, went to work as normal, but then I noticed like the smell never came back. Um, And it was actually a friend of mine that I went to school with that said that you should, you know, you should probably get tested because to be honest, I was ignorant too. I was like, oh, it's probably nothing. Like it'll go away. Cause I didn't have it like the, you know, difficulty breathing, this and that at the time. So got tested, uh, two days later, got my results, it was positive had to quarantine for 14 days. And it was during that 14 days that, I mean, I did start to experience some of the respiratory symptoms. Like, uh, I wouldn't say like difficulty breathing, but just like a tightness in my chest if I tried to um, inhale. Um, It felt like a really bad cold, but without like the sneezing and the congestion and things like that. And that scared me. I live alone. So what if something happens to me? Um, You know, I got prescriptions for an inhaler just in case, um, antibiotics just in case, because, um, you know, one of the things that they said with COVID is that it can leave lingering pneumonia and some people die from that. So it was a really scary time. I won't even lie to you guys. And, you know, it's just, I was just telling a friend of mine yesterday, like going into a store or like, um, or any kind of establishment that has these incentives for like healthcare providers and they find out that you're a healthcare provider and they tell you like, thank you for your service. Like, like sometimes it doesn't register to me that I am considered one of them. If that makes any sense. I don't know if it's because I'm still relatively new or maybe there's almost this like, 
I still can't believe that I am working through a pandemic. I mean, and I, you know, I work in retail, so you see people that cannot get access to therapy because of the fact that they lost their job because they, it's either that or they pay rent. Like that's real. Right. So it's a very humbling experience. Um, you know, I next week will start um, vaccinating uh, with the COVID vaccine next week to long-term care facilities. So being a part mm-hmm. of history in that realm too, to start to combat this terrible virus that has taken a lot of lives, caused a lot of headache, caused a lot of havoc in people's lives. I mean, it's, 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 it's an honor, but it's, it's just devastating to me to see like, thankfully, God willing, like I survived COVID. I did my 14 days and I'm fine. And kind of like you, Ottawa, like I kind of, I feel like I have that ignorance. Like, oh, well, I know definitely I had COVID. So can I really get it again? But then again, we don't know how long that, uh, we don't know how long like the antibodies from the virus last in the body which is why they're trying to figure out with this vaccine if it's going to be like a yearly thing, like the flu vaccine, or if it will be like uh, the chicken pox vaccine where you get it once, you never get it again, or if you get it, you know, they're still trying to figure that out. But that had to be like the worst thing that happened this year was COVID. Um, How do do you feel when people um, say like they don't want to take the vaccine because it's going to kill them? Well, I mean, I, I understand why they may have that perception. And that's why I feel like it's the job of myself and other healthcare providers to maybe present the information that may not be like um, easy to understand. Because like when I go online and I'm reading even just the language that's being used, like, and I don't even mean this in an ignorant way, but I'm like, the common person is not going to understand like these terms. They're just not going to understand it. Plus like they may have their own opinion about just vaccines and flu vaccine. There are a lot of people that say, oh, well, there's aluminum in it and it's been known to cause autism. So I'm not getting the flu vaccine. I mean, which is not true. But again, like that comes from a perception, maybe from family or just their own opinion. So, I mean, at this point, it's either you have COVID or you get COVID or you get the vaccine, which it's not known to stop COVID. It's just known to stop the intensity of the sickness of COVID. So you can still mm-hmm. get COVID with the vaccine, but just like the flu, it's like having insurance. It's better to have 70% insurance than none. That's really the best way. That's the example that I typically use with my patients. So um, I do plan on getting the vaccine. Um, I have to anyway, but it's something that I do plan on getting, number one, because I had COVID and I know what it feels like. And number two, I just think that at this point, it's the only way to eradicate this virus. There's no other way of getting around it. It's either like the numbers are climbing on CNN. It's like 3000 people dead a day. Imagine 3000 bodies dead a day. It's crazy. So that had to have been the worst for me this year. And uh, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I lost my grandmother to COVID in April, which was like, it was sad because you can't like we had to do the funeral remotely. Mm-hmm. So that was like the most painful part. Cause I mean, yeah, she's old and at some point she was going to go, but like, I just had always pictured it'd be this huge celebration of her life. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we all gathered together um, as a family, but it was like a remote, it was like virtual. 
And like the audio was skipping and it was like, you know, you couldn't even like we didn't get a chance to talk. Um, the grandchildren and it was really rushed because they were trying to get people in and out. So that was really, really hard. Um, it was it was really heavy. Um, but I just don't want to focus on the negative because I believe that there were some positive things that came out this year. So let's get into the positivity. What are some of the good things that you appreciate of you appreciate in this year? Should I go? I think everybody is like silent. <laughs> <laughs> like what good things? <laughs> no, they were good things. No, I they were definitely good things. One of the key things of 2020 was like the true ability to pivot and adapt like mm-hmm. that. You know, we like to throw those words out there. They sound good. They sound glamorous in an interview and even better in your like resume. But when you actually have to put it to pass, it's something else. So for example, I had an opportunity lined up for the summer since last October. Like y'all couldn't tell me nothing. I said, look at God. He got me secured in the bag before January even came around. And the joke was on me because three weeks before my semester started, that opportunity was like, JK, JK, we've known that we weren't going to do this, but we're going to tell you now. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So just forget about my credits and everything else that goes with it. You're just going to throw my whole schedule. And I was working full time this summer. So I'm like in the middle of, you know, being out here in these streets, protesting and fighting for rights. Um, So I was really frustrated and annoyed by it. But the opportunity that came out of that when I pivoted was something that I couldn't even have imagined. Like it led to amazing opportunities for me. Like I don't want to speak too crazy, um, but job opportunities came to fruition. Like it was just it was what I needed to figure out for my career path. Um, I think that the intentionality that went behind it in my placements, um, the things that I basically advocated for for myself in my interviews, like everything turned out way better than I could have imagined. So for me, that that was super helpful. Um, But I know that that wasn't the case for everybody else. And then speaking about my summer opportunity, it's funny. So this this summer, I worked with uh, youth, basically predominantly youth of color and the juvenile justice system. And before we like all joined on the call this morning, I decided to look back in my notes because coming into 2020, I like actually wrote things down and I normally don't do that. And I talked about like, oh, what I'm looking for in the year. Cause I was like, "Mm, people talk about vision boards and writing it down and manifesting it. And it's a bunch of hoopla. Y'all. I wish I was lying to y'all. Let me pull it up real quick. (laughs) One of the things that I asked for, and it's not something that I was always super passionate about or whatever, but I, um, I had wrote a couple of things. And one of them was like abilities to form new traditions and be able to adapt to change. I wanted to uh, get involved with helping youth of color directly I wanted to like accomplish and master finding peace within myself and my decisions. Those are just the three that I would say are relatable to this. Y'all, all three of those things came to fruition. Like I could not have imagined that like Jumi and Mox know we brought in the new year together. It was mad sentimental. I'm just saying I ain't bringing in another new year with y'all because I don't know what we did. And I'm not trying to get my car. Something didn't, something wasn't right, y'all. Something wasn't right. I think we skipped a line in the prayer. We might have skipped a line because it was great. 
And then I don't know what happened. Like, we, you know, we prayed for the decade. We didn't pray for the year. We were like, we weren't specific enough. You right. Like, you right. Like tight. You should have prayed. We messed up. We messed up. We messed up. Bad, bad, bad. But no, like those things were so important. Um, and just even the way that that summer opportunity panned out itself, it wouldn't have been the same if I was in person. So we were like the first set of interns for this particular organization doing this type of racial justice work. Um, and it was phenomenal. Like I will, the colleagues that I met there are going to be with me for forever. To this day, we're still in contact. And normally that's not the case when you have, you know, a summer or termed opportunity. You're like, all right, deuces, catch y'all when I need a reference. But no, like we still actually have meetups and things like that. So Virtual meetups, y'all. Virtual meetups. Don't nobody shoot me. Don't come for me in mine. Virtual meetups. Um, so that's what I would say. I would say adaptability and pivoting is like a whole different level here. So I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yes, I love that. So I would say that... Um, so, okay. These were also negative things, but I think that they're also positive. So like with like everything that happened with like, you know, Black Lives Matter, social justice. Um, it was, yeah, it was really hard. Like I I was really struggling. I was having a hard time just because things that people would say, I was reading comment sections. I'm like, are, why are, oh my goodness. So that was stressful. But at the same time, I was happy that conversations were being had, that there was dialogue, that people were like, you know, looking into themselves and like, oh, you know, I never thought about that. There was a lot of conversation. I thought that was beautiful. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't know what the, yeah, I don't know what the end point of the conversation, I don't know what the conversation, what the conversation is going to produce, Um but I was happy that a lot of people were, were talking about these things that are not normally um, spoken about. Like, and worldwide, you know, in London, you know, they were having protests, everyone protests in Paris, everybody all over the world was talking about George Floyd, you know, whereas in the U.S., like, this isn't, you know, cops killing, you know, a black person was not something new, like, okay, I'm like, how many times has this happened? And I would talk to people um, in the, in London where I was, and they're like, wow, I never knew that this, this kind of things happen, like, in the U.S., I'm like, ah, Almost every summer, there's another thing yeah, on the news. The like, you know what I'm saying? So I like the fact that it was, um, you know, America was, was um, America's dirty laundry was being open to in the international um, audience. That was, that was beautiful. Um, and then even with the, wow. In fact, the highlight, you know, it wasn't, there's was some negative things there as well bad things happened definitely back and you know and th- the reason for the uproar was a bad thing but and SARS wow I know beautiful Nigerians from all ends of Nigeria came together on something agreed on something and were organized and gathered you know donated funds gathered funds and were doing things I'm like this is amazing that was great. Um, it was disappointing to see that the government reacted in the way that it did, but not shocking. I wasn't really too surprised, but it was um, it was sad. But I'm just happy that, again, conversations are being had. People are talking about things that they, they didn't talk about before. Um, yeah, those are like the, I think those are the, like the top things. And then I think on a personal level for me, I spent a lot of time by myself, like, 
I spent a lot of time, you know, I was going to say talking to Edward. Yeah, talking to myself. Whether I sound crazy or not, I did. You know, talking to myself, thinking about myself, just becoming more self-aware, just thinking about, okay, what do I want in this life? Who am I? Right? It's like, I feel like that's like a question. That was like my question of 2020. Like, okay, who even are you? Um, And it sounds like a duh, like, you know who you are. But actually, like, no, I learned that I don't. Like, I don't. I don't know. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know. I don't know. But hopefully 2020, we start working on that. Um, but I think the first step is realization. Like, yeah, who who even are you? What do you even like? Like, what? Right, who like are you? Purpose. Right, right. Because um, I, I think that that question can be, um, or the answer to that question. Um, no, the the answer that I would, you know, give like off the bat would be based on maybe who I think I should be right or who people think I am but not like who I like actually am deep stuff you know this is like as I'm saying it I'm like wow this is really deep but yeah I think those are like three main things for me you guys may say things that like I'm like oh yeah true 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 but that you can relate to. I mean, I'm basically going to kind of pick a piggyback off of what you guys have said, but, mm-hmm. you know, I guess just from like a different angle. So as far as like racial injustices, Black Lives Matter, um, the Black community, just because like the, the temperature this summer surrounding that was very hot, right? So it's like I had to now reflect on myself, like, okay, how can I, we know that racial injustices, they go beyond the summer. It's a continuous thing. So how can I get, how can I like make a conscious effort to, I guess, like give back if that makes any sense or kind of like, cause I wasn't, I mean, partly because of my work schedule. Like I wasn't able to do like the Black Lives Matter protests or any of those really, but I'm like, how can I do my part? So whether it was signing a petition or now I actually make a very big effort to shop black. Like that's something that I've been doing literally last night. I saw that I was running out of body butters. Bath and Body Works has body butters, but I'm like, no, I. I'm going to look for a black vendor and I yes, black dollars. Yeah. Like, so investing in black, black owned companies and, you know, putting money and investing back into them and whether it's even going out to eat, going to a black owned restaurant or Uber eats using a black. So it's like those things I feel like I'm doing a lot more of now than before. So maybe it, it was a form of ignorance in a way on my part, so that's something that I've been doing more just because, you know, all these catastrophes that we've been seeing, George Floyd and the rest of them, like that could have been anybody that we know, anybody that we love, anybody that is truly dear to us. Like you, Amanda, who's a lawyer and you, Edoa, going for, you know, advanced education, you, Jumi, in a corporate setting, me, who's a pharmacist, like the police on the other end of a handgun does not see those those titles, they don't see those credentials. They just see a black figure, whether it's a female or a male. So, I mean, it really does make you think. (laughs) And 
like process how that pertains to me. And then like, you kind of spoke on it at a while. Like you see the ignorance in the comments and like people that you probably know, like some of the things that they're saying, it's like, you're, it's like they're kind of teetering on, on that whole, like all lives matter. They should have listened. They don't, or they'll just say it doesn't, that racial injustice doesn't exist. Like one way or another, right? So obviously I feel like this year to help me to kind of like highlight maybe people that I know, whether they're like really close to me or not, that I'm like, if that's how you think, like I'm not your token black friend. Like, oh, I'm not racist because like Chiamaka is my friend, you know, like so- something like that, right? So this year definitely brought about awareness. Again, working through a, a pandemic, it has made me a better practitioner. It has, I mean, like just, and like I said, the biggest thing that I saw with this pandemic in a healthcare setting that I work in is like accessibility due to cost because a lot of people have lost their job. A lot of people are struggling. These stimulus checks, I mean, the 1200 that people got like how many months ago, like people are frustrated because it's like, we're talking about livelihood here. We're talking about some people, like I said, deciding between rent or food or rent and their children's medications or their medications. So now if they're choosing rent, then their health tanks because they're not, you know, so it's, it's, it's been, quite a process and and I think it's made me I mean I think I'm I'm a pretty empathetic person naturally but it has really strengthened that trait in me and just trying to find solutions and resolutions around um around just accessibility to healthcare really but just from like the pharmacy medication perspective so it's made me a better provider in that way um and going into 2021, I mean, like I said, I, I'm part of this whole initiative of like getting everyone vaccinated, whether it's the COVID vaccine or just any vaccination that people are due for. So I almost feel like, and I mean, I've always said this, like I'm doing God's work um, and I don't take that lightly. I don't, I don't, I mean, like the fact that people aren't trusting my counsel, my advice, my administration of that, like, I don't take that lightly. So, um, so kind of to what you were saying, Edward, as far as like purpose, right? Like, I think this has almost kind of like strengthened, like, even though I do have a lot of tiring days, burnout, I mean, like the burnout is real. Um, I feel like this is like what I'm meant to be doing. Um, you know, it's I like, love that. Yeah, I feel like this is like what I'm I'm meant to be doing, touching lives, saving lives in a way, just getting people to to take their health seriously. Like, and and that's kind of like the last point. It has taught me like your health is so fragile. Like, do not take your health for granted because those three thousand people that are dropping dead every day. I don't think they knew that that day was their last day. Right. So. Um, so it's just like, just see for us that are, you know, in our twenties, like, you know, just make sure like you're investing in yourself. People talk about self-care and I don't mean just like, oh, you go for a spa and get your nails done. Like make sure you're eating properly, make sure you're resting, make, make sure you're giving your time, giving yourself time to like pour back into yourself. It's very important. And, um, I think those are like the biggest things. So, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I think those are like the three main things that really stand out that going into 2021, I mean, I'm opt- I'm actually very optimistic for next year. I'm very optimistic. You guys keep saying three main things. Like I didn't I didn't put a limit to <laughs> I know, the but for whatever reason it <laughs> a lot of going I didn't put a limit to the good things. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, well, I mean, because let's be honest, this it was hard. How many good things were there? I don't want to say it's hard to think about the good things this year. I think the bad things are so in your face, mm. you know, so it's kind of like you almost have to take a step back from yeah. those crazy, crazy, you know, situations that have been going on and really think about because it's like the blessings are there. The blessings are always there. You know? Yeah, they are. And for me this year, I, I've said this to um, Mox before, but I don't know if I've said it to um, at or Amanda, but like I always talk about, I think last year I was like, I kind of want to not to be dramatic, but go into a cocoon, right? Because oh, like there's so many things that I need to figure out and then like eventually come out as a butterfly. And I think God literally put the whole world in a cocoon. In a cocoon. He put the whole world into a cocoon and like just you know, it was really, really, really heavy. But I also think like I'm always talking about people need to elevate their consciousness. They need to elevate their minds, how they yeah. treat each other. Mm-hmm. And really, like there are bad things that happen in the world all the time. Right. But this is yeah. the first time where the same bad thing was happening to every single yeah, person everybody. around yeah. the world. And it was like, mm-hmm. it, it was really messed up. But it was also like, wow, like you can't see somebody else that's quote unquote different from you and actually or appears to be different from you and think like you're better than them or whatever like every, rich poor black white everybody was dying from the same thing your yeah. money couldn't save you from covid you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was just such a powerful moment and like did i want to go through it did i like would i have wished for this year absolutely not but i think it's not really happening to us. It's happening for us. And like, even Mm. on like a global and individual level, like people, like you said, Edwa, like you are starting to think like, who is Edwa? And I feel like a lot of people are starting to think that way. And although working from home is like, you're working all the time, but I, I really liked working from home because Mm -hmm. now I can literally be with my friends and family and not have to take time off. I can like, it's like, there's a lot more flexibility. So it made me think about my life a lot. Um, And I also realized like to echo what you were saying, Mox, like life is too freaking short to be like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do this. And I'm like, yo, okay, start the podcast, Jumi. Like, so I started, I'm I'm really excited that like, I, I don't know. I don't want to say like if 2020 didn't happen or if the pandemic didn't happen, I wouldn't have started my podcast, but working from home gave me that flexibility to start what I really am passionate about. And like Mm -hmm. I I mentioned before, it's like, I think this is a time on an individual level, like people are just like realizing what they love and like choosing to be themselves because like, what really matters? Yeah. (laughs) Like what really add something to that? Yes. Yes. Another big thing for me. So, and I, so this now is like a more personal thing, like Mm -hmm. kind of what you said, Jimmy, like life is too short. So Mm. see people dying, people, their health is deteriorating, like love with your whole being, like Mm. basically like we're getting into it. Your chest. No, seriously. And that's Mm kind of like another thing I didn't really say, but like, you know, as far as like, um, whether it's with friendships, relationships like people do have let me just kind of put the friendship thing on the side when it comes to relationships right 
What kind of relationships you know, lost? Yeah. So I'm talking about whether you're talking to somebody, you're full on romantic. Oh, okay. oh, romantic, romantic relationships. Got to clarify for the people. Generally speaking, like people are so people, I feel like people sometimes have this competition of like, who can care, who can care the least. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Yeah, because it's a no, power struggle. I know. <laughs> Like yeah. who can care the least, or exactly. who, can, who can like show that they're like more emotionally stronger than the other person? Like <laughs> who care for that? Like and again, maybe it is because I lost my dad. Maybe because mm. like I know what it feels to really mm. be that directly close. So it's like, mm. what is the most? What what can possibly happen? You being vulnerable and being yourself to somebody what is actually the worst that can happen that they don't reciprocate it back that's just mm-hmm. a knock at ego that's not a bullet on the flip side of that is also this year also made me realize like bro if people if people in your life aren't treating you the way you expect to be treated right. to treat you Dude, like a like it's, <laughs> wait i'm sorry like if i die you're gonna be the last person i talk to like, right, right. Like, not to be dramatic but like i think that's also like a thing too like i don't know about you guys but did you guys like reflect on your relationships, whether familial, friendship, romantic, whatever it is, or yeah. just like how you operate in the world with relationships? Because I I started to reflect on that as well. Oh, big time, big time. I mean, just kind of like what I was saying. So, and again, I, I feel like I'm not really somebody to like, um, fit, should I say like put my words through a filter as far as like, okay, let me show that I care, but not too much. No, if I care about you, you're going to know I care about you know if I really like adore you you're gonna know because again you know you don't know and again and I feel like this year really emphasized that it's not like this isn't a point many years before but again this pandemic like I mean Jimmy you lost your grandmother many people have lost people that were really dear to them so it's like while people are alive and well and living like like show up fully you know, mm. both feet submerged, like love with your whole heart, be yourself. You know, if people are not, uh, re- they, they don't, re- you know, how do I say, like, they don't take you well, then that's okay. You're not for everyone, but mm. still be true to you. And the people that love you and understand you will embrace you and also mm. give that same energy back. People try and make situations complicated that are not complicated. And I, mm. I tend to have, I, I tend to really not like when people say, Oh, well, it's complicated. Well, uncomplicated, like, <laughs> like <laughs> uncomplicated, you know, like, well, that's why you need your friends to be like, listen, Hello. right. You listen, need your this, 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 that, of, that. Like, break it down for you. But then to, to your point, Jimmy, and this is why I, like, I'm in support of you. It's like, again, when you're in love, like someone shouldn't show you a flaw in your immediate, your immediate responses to, to jump ship. Cause I don't, I don't agree with that either. Right. So, so it's a balance. It's a balance of like trying to be reasonable with somebody and trying to understand like, okay, they're showing me a part of them that is not so great. But then on the flip side, like, okay, how is this now taking away from, from you or from self or is this like deteriorating you without even knowing it you know so yeah yeah I think in terms of relationships I think that I I haven't paid attention to like how other people well not much how other people um have been treating me but how I could be a better friend or like how I am doing um in my friendships 
I think that's what I've been thinking of more as I, you know, try to answer the question, who is Edua? Um, but yeah, I think same thing. Like, t- like there's no time, right? Like life is short. I could die tomorrow. That's what I've learned this. Well, I've, yeah, we've known that since, but I think this year has like showed that like, yeah, like it's really real. Um, but yeah, Max, I love what you said about being, just be being anyhow with the love. Like I love, love you. no, but I think, no, you gotta be, be anyhow <laughs> with the love. But if it, if you feel like you're trying to love people because you, you feel like, like it's coming from a place of people pleasing, like there, there needs to be like a boundary. Like you can't. No, yeah, 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 no, you're right. You're right. You're, you're be, right. You have to be not everybody. I don't want to say not everybody deserves your love because everybody deserves mm. your dignity and respect right. and stuff. But right. I just think that I think we also have to be careful with our hearts too. You know what mm. I mean? Because you can't boundaries. You have, you have to be. You have to be valid and make sure that that person's willing to give that to you as well. But I, I, let's, Amanda. What's your What's your perspective? So. I kind of am a mix of both what Mox and Edward talked about in terms of relationships, both inwardly and outwardly. So I think being, let's put it this way, everything happens for a reason, right? I believe that. Um, And because I am a spiritual person, I do believe in God. And I believe that God already knows everything that's happening. And we're just playing it out right now. Like he's just Mm -hmm. chilling, watching it happen. And we might not see the good in the moment, but all things come together for good in the end. So coming in to being in law school and being in this pandemic at the same time has low key put me in a pressure cooker at points that I never thought that I would be in. It's really forced me to look at myself, the relationships that I have across the board um, and how I show up in the world. And I think you all have always known, at least from our time back in the good old days, where <laughs> Amanda doesn't shy away from being her authentic self, but how I show up as my authentic self and how it impacts other people has definitely changed over mm-hmm. time. So one of my biggest things is that I want to make sure I don't contribute to further harm in people's lives. Um, like, for example, that idea of ghosting, I don't do that. I feel like you're too grown. If you feel like something isn't working, then be like, you're just want to let you know right quick. Um, this isn't for me. And you got to practice compassion and empathy. And when you deliver it, because I also believe in karma. So when we talk about like our family relationships, our romantic relationships, our friendships, like that has been something for me this year in particular, like how do I show up paying attention to people's love languages and making yeah. sure that I'm loving yeah. them in their love language and not just hitting with mine because if we can be real as uh pastor michael todd says humble open and transparent here i really believe if within my own family like i came and i definitely was here to break some type of generational curse like and a lot of them and it's a lot of weight it's taxing and it's ostracizing at times and you have to understand that with time we get education, whether that be, you know, academic or just worldly knowledge to understand how we affect other people. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of re, re-examining, dissecting some of those relationships and being like, hey, I might have said this in that moment and my intention was great, but the impact wasn't. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, you know, we can move towards forgiveness in that. And don't get me wrong, y'all. Like, I wasn't doing anything reckless. But understanding that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Um, and that little bit of closure. I'm not used to in bars, Amanda. I'm, I'm trying to step it up like Moss because y'all <laughs> been shooting fire. And I was like, <laughs> no. y'all are not about to play me here because I got <laughs> lots on my heart when we talk about relationships, okay? Yeah. Jumi knows. Jumi knows. Like, you I've know. always, Jumi's like, Amanda, you got to have, you know, boundaries. Like, you're so great. And I'm like, all right, sis. Like, I appreciate you. That's because you're my sis and all. But she's like, no, seriously, because I do love like that. Like, I love, mm-hmm. particularly my romantic relationships. Like, I'm just... I'm giving it all. Like, I'm not holding back. You know why? Because that could have been the difference. Like, Mm. what if that is my blessing and I'm out here like, yo, I'm so scared, but I have to walk out on faith. So it strengthened my relationship with God to be able to give me the signals. Like, there's certain feelings, that intuition, that gut thing that goes down. Mm -hmm. Um, When you start feeling like you got to hide things from your friends, you're leaving out key parts of stories. Then you really got to start checking yourself because- you have your base that's been around you forever and then some. And if they truly love you, then they're going to be like, hey, I think this is something that you should be looking at. That's a little red flag. You might want to pay attention to it. Um, so when I think about that, I just think about healing. I think about empathy and compassion. That's something that I always want to do. And it's funny, the whole time we've been talking, we hadn't even talked about the crazy election in the U.S. Oh, yeah. That's so funny because I was just... It made me... I wrote it down. Like, I was sitting here and I was like, yo, I put on my post-it real quick because I'm like, I gotta make sure I talk about this because for Mm. me, people have always been like, we don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. And me, from the time I show up, that's what I want to know. I want to know where you stand on those things. Um, And I think that 2020 has made it much more polarized that there's really not too much room in between on a lot of those issues particularly around politics and it's because it's no longer politics it's about humanity right um it's one thing to be like yeah you're a business owner you be trying to align your pockets and it's another thing with people not having access to their basic needs the same human rights that we are all entitled to regardless of creed race religion all of that um so that's super important i think We've seen a lot of emerging stars come up in politics. We're starting to change the conversations. People are being able to be bold in those spaces and walk in their truths and they're getting the support from people. Like I think about the squad. They could not have existed 20 years ago because people were too afraid. Everyone was, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Just stick to your head because you don't want to get blackballed. But at some point, that type of complacency and bystanderism, yes, I'm making that a word, like has a really bad effect on everybody else. Mm. So I am praying for those people, praying for those change agents, making sure that they're covered in all the areas that we're not seeing when they show up into the world because it's not easy. So just making sure that you're doing that, checking in with yourself at where you are and your own growth and what you want. Um, I think about families like, shit, I want to have my own family and I got to think about what I don't want them to go through. Um mm. And I think about how I treat other people because them things all come around. You just never know what's going to trigger somebody. So, you know, being empathetic and compassionate, I think, helps fill that gap between intention and impact. Like how Mox has her black and white, intention and impact is like <laughs> my thing. Right, right. That's right. my thing. <laughs> Speaking of intention, I think one thing I've, I've learned this year um, is definitely being intentional. Like we all know that word, but like, I feel like this year is the first time I'm actually living it. Like 
I start to ask myself like, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, what is the purpose behind it? I'm not even just talking about work or podcasting or anything, but even in, even in relationships, like we're talking about, or like even going out, like why, what's my intention behind calling this person? What's my intention behind, you know, going to exercise, you know, I'm being more intentional about my life and actually living my life, not just going with the flow, because I used to be that person that would just go with the flow, like, oh, okay, like, let's, you know, I want A, but let's see what B, C, D, E, F, G has to do. Right. You know, like, I just, I'm kind of like all over the place. And like, that's one of the things about me that I love, because it allows me to be really creative. But at the same time, I'm making sure that I'm not like, um, Catherine Searcy said, which is this woman I had on the show, making sure that I'm the director, producer of my life. Right. And not in the background. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what are some of your hopes and dreams for this new year? Well, I think mine are, I mean, I think I'm going to definitely take a page out of Amanda's book and definitely write them down this this time. Yes, me too. (laughs) See, like, what comes of that, right? So, I mean, as of right now, I don't have any major goals coming into next year. I mean, like, really the basic is just, like, obviously to maintain my health and, I don't know, like, there's really, I'm thankful to say, like, I'm, pretty like content with like what I have. And by that, I mean, like I have my health, my friends are healthy, my family is healthy. Um, I have steady income, like, and I feel like I'm okay. I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat, like basic, right? So um, I'm just interested to see like what happens next year with this vaccine rollout, just like from the standpoint of like life, Right. Because they said that the vaccine will be available to the public, like, I think around spring, spring, summer. So if a lot of people are getting vaccinated, like, you know, like I said, like the virus is going to come down. So I feel like life is going to restart as far as like, uh, especially in the summertime. I mean, this summer was so it was just like, is this is this, are we actually in summer or is this winter? Because (laughs) (laughs) because the indoor, like if I'm not at work, I'm at home. So it'll just be nice to kind of like get back into like the rhythm of things. Um, Just like enjoy life again, you know, see like people without the fear of like, okay, am I going to give them COVID or vice versa? Or I need a mask. Like, it'll just be nice to, like start to do life again, you know, mm-hmm. the way that we know it to be. Um, so that's like kind of the, the, the biggest one for right now, other than that, I haven't written it down and I'm probably going to have to reflect a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Mm. That's, that's solid. And I, and I think that's pretty, I think that's something you can definitely measure pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. I think I loved what Jimmy said about being intentional. I think that I just want to live intentionally in 2021. Like there's so many things that I have wanted to do, but I've been too afraid to do. Like ah, I have like ideas upon ideas upon ideas that I come up with and I'm like, oh, I should do that. Mm. And I'm like, hey, no, 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 no. Like, how is that going to be perceived? How is that going to be? Do you have time? Like, are you going to follow through? Like, what if it, 
but I've just learned that yeah like whatever just do it just do it do it like do it so i'm not gonna tell y'all what they are because then that's fine once it's once it's out of my mouth like you guys can hold me accountable so even if i decide later <laughs> that i don't want to do it <laughs> like yo you said you were gonna do this <laughs> exactly and i'm like what's up start hanging up not picking up right. calls <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think just that just um yeah i i i want to be able to i want to travel i want to like go to bali like i want to like do yoga, like you just like live my and life. I'm just, and just yeah, I feel you know like what I mean. I just want to do things because I just feel like yeah, like this life is actually once and yes, Jimmy, I'm a, yeah, this life is once and I'm 100 percent with you, Jimmy, on that. Like, um, just going with the flow. Wow, I'm the queen of going with the flow. And like, yeah, Listen. okay, if you want that, oh sure, okay, this yeah, <laughs> why not? But like yeah, like I think as time is passing, like. I'm going to be 27 next month, next month. And I'm like, wow, like this, this age range, 27 to 30, like has like, I've been so afraid of like reaching this. <laughs> I'm like, but you know, Edward, going with the flow is not a bad thing. No. Yeah. But I just like what you said about being in the background of my life. Like yeah, yeah. it's time to start. Okay. You want to do this. You're going to do it. Like, you start, start, honey. You yeah, start, I just, right. I just have this mindset of like, Oh, everything is going to work out in the end. Um, but what I've actually, what I've also learned is like, this life is not balanced. Like yeah. everything may actually not work out in the end. <laughs> so <laughs> do what you need to do to make sure that what you want to work out actually works. Well, out. Actually works. well think about <laughs> it. Like, go it. with, go with the flow of doing the things that interest you and not putting pressure on yourself to. Yeah, no. Oh, of course. Exactly. Yeah. So no pressure. Kind of, right. No pressure. No, of course, of go course. with the flow, but definitely, like you said, don't be in the corner yeah things you need to do <laughs> exactly exactly you know, so you know so yeah that's that's the energy that I'm I'm like walking into 2021 with yeah like just I just want to be the director and the producer of my life I'm saying this now but being the being a director and producer of your life is scary that's not even I mean, like, I was just listen, talk about that, that. talk about that so I'm yeah. saying it but I hope that I'm actually able to implement because I'm like, woo, you know, it's so it's easy be to trial be like, and error. yeah, yeah, true. It's easy to be like, oh yeah, whatever. Okay. Maybe later I'll do it later. Or like, yeah, when, when the, when the opportunity presents itself or like when, when the time is right, well, what if the time never comes? And before right? you know it, it's like years have gone by. Yeah. And yeah. you're like 70 and you're pathetic. <laughs> oh my wow. God, that's, that's, wow. <laughs> this got dark. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I don't want to be 70 like, oh, I wish I did that when I was 20 something when I was 20 something. Like, no, just like do it. Yeah, because there are things that like now that I look back on. I'm like, wow, I wish I did this three years ago when I wanted to do it. It would have made sense. And by now, like it would have been it would have like been popping off, but I didn't even try because I was afraid. You know what I'm saying? There is the it's it's, so, it's, it's kind of just to to go off of that like the whole would have should have could have like I should have done this I could have like again it's like but don't restrict yourself with age though I think age is just no like of course, no, of course. That we, true no true true true, you, true like true. I mean we can just get into this narrative of like oh I should have done that three years ago then you just keep thinking about how you should have done it then five years would have passed and it's like okay <laughs> you should no that's right no I feel you I feel you no but I I say that to say do it now you know what I mean right. like I didn't do it three years ago okay but like you should do it now because in three three more years you would have been saying like oh I should you know you just keep repeating the same thing right. so 
I think that's just, I just want to like, yeah, live intentionally, you know, the things that I want to do, just do it. You know, however people perceive me, that's their business. It has nothing to do with me. So whatever, you know what I mean? Even what you said about, um, actually, nah, I don't. I was going to say what Max said about um, relationships and like being free and open and loving people and da, 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 da. Uh, what I mean, yeah. what I, I agree right now. So really the context of that statement is okay, like, good. don't change yourself so for example right if you are lighthearted and you're like an easygoing person because like mm-hmm. let's be honest you get around a toxic person their energy will rub off on you and Definitely. you find yourself mm-hmm. almost like feeling like you have a dark cloud over your head so really the statement is like be yourself be open be free now obviously be mindful of who you're <laughs> yeah. dealing with <laughs> of course of course like you know and, and kind of to jimmy's point like if you feel like that person i don't know if it was jimmy or amanda like if you feel like that person is not serving you my dear like it's not by force exit the situation of course of course right? of course but yeah don't so you sense, you sense. when you get around a damn it okay mm. i said i would stop calling people that <laughs> I, I told you to stop telling people that. <laughs> Shots fired now. Everybody duck. But like, you know, like don't 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 um there was something that I actually posted like um don't try and change what is it like the toxicity in somebody, but change like your your like response to their toxicity, something like that. And like it's mm. true, like there and people have that makes sense. a lot of traumatic situations. And so unfortunately it it causes them to have behaviors that are not conducive for a proper relationship romantic. Of course, of course. So of course, it's like 100%. you know, I feel like there are more people like that than there are people who are lighthearted, easygoing. Um, are not petty, are not vindictive. So, like, maintain that. There are yeah. more people like that. Maintain that. You know? Oh, I get it. So that makes sense. If you have a good heart, if you have a, like a, a a heart that's not pure, heavy, you, if you have a pure heart, maintain your the the pureness yeah, of it. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. You no, know, Amanda said hurt people, hurt people. Now, a hurt person is now going to potentially hurt somebody who is like basically innocent in the situation paying the the punishment of what somebody else did to this now hurt individual mm-hmm. it's, not it's not fair anybody got that time yeah. not today <laughs> and definitely not in 2021 <laughs> listen i be listen yeah. i rebuke it now i rebuke it now okay i'm writing it down, it down. Even i'm saying it are so aware like we i i personally believe we all kind of have like we all have toxic traits. Toxic of traits. course. Yeah, of so course of now course. what comes with that awareness is like, okay, so now how do I adjust? I, I'm aware that I am exhibiting behavior that is not healthy. So exactly. how do I address it now? Because mm-hmm. this person who is on the receiving end owes me nothing and can decide to exit the situation anytime. At any point. Yeah. True. So. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, that's the ones true. that are really like, like, knee deep in their toxicity you try and like have that conversation you're just met with instant defense and in fact gaslighting like as if you don't know what you're talking about no one has no time 
Most that was such a beautiful segue because that's yeah. what I was about to talk about for 2021. <laughs> um, you would swear we like practice this, but we didn't. Know. <laughs> um, so for me, going into 2021, I'm really hoping that we don't revert back to where mm. we were. I think mm. as a human race, we've jumped. I mean, we we were at a place where we couldn't stay there anymore. That is why we got forced into this cocoon. Like God was like, oh, okay, y'all didn't want to listen when I threw this at y'all. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't have time then. Oh, right. okay. He literally just okay, looked at cool. us and said, "Bet, bet, bet." I'm gonna show y'all, and that's what he did. He put everything on pause. Everything that everyone valued and thought couldn't happen, it happened. Oh my gosh, I can't not go to work. Or oh, my job can't be remote. And look at that, right. it all happened. Right. Um. So I'm really hoping that the growth that we've exhibited here as a human society continues to move forward so that we continue to make spaces for these conversations that are important and necessary for us to win. Um, I hope that we continue to heed the directives that we've been getting from whether it's like our spiritual ties, our emotional ties, all those things, and recognize that like selflessness is where we should be and we shouldn't be prioritizing selfishness um, and being honest with ourselves with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking forward to continuing to be raw, genuine and vulnerable so that we can defeat gaslighting because yeah. if more and more people move in those spaces, then there will be no space for gaslighting. Like I think about, again, bringing it back to politics, these ideas that are now coming up, these ideas that champion social justice and equity are not new. They have been here. But the people who were in positions to implement change were forever gaslighted and silenced. Um, and it happens in like relationships, just like Mox was talking about. You know, you talk about being hurt, you talk about pain, and then someone turns it around and says, like, I'm sorry you felt that way, or this is a you thing. And you're like, wait a second. Like, and sometimes you get so crazy. far. <laughs> right. Like. Sometimes you get so far in it, you start to believe it. So I'm really hoping that. 2021 we don't forget what 2020 did like everyone's like yeah we should write 2020 off I don't think we should write it off I think we need to pay attention to what happened here so that we don't end up here again Mm. Um, I think there was a lot of symbolism even with the year itself like where we are I just I don't think that this happened um, without some something else something higher being at will here and kind of like Edward said this wasn't something that hit the U.S. only. This was an international thing. And it highlighted so many flaws in so many different nations and systems, whether it was healthcare, whether it was implicit and explicit biases, whether it was access to education. Like, look at how many students don't have access to Wi-Fi in their homes. Mm -hmm. And they have to, like, go sit outside of a McDonald's or a Starbucks to try to get Wi-Fi to get their work done. Or the assumption that everyone has Um, laptops or that they have a parent who can be home to monitor their kid while they're doing work. Like there's just so many things that we have to think about. So I'm hoping that diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging continues to be at the forefront for 2021. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope that I continue growing and just being more reflective of myself because I think when I show up, when I'm in a better space, then I'm doing more good. So I want to continue to plant good seeds for the next generation like I know 2021 like how Mox 2020 was like your year of big stuff 2021 is about to be that for me and I'm just like Lord please position me in the places where I need to be to do the most good that that's all I'm asking for like it's one thing to say hey this is what I want to do but he knows where I need to be 
So I'm trying to follow the lead. And when I say he, listen, God could be she, he, they, <laughs> like all of the above. Um, it's just, you know, that idea of being conditioned, but God, the all powerful, like I'm taking cues from there. I'm not coming to God after I make a decision, asking for blessings. I'm like, you're, 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 you're so this is where we we at right now. Right. (laughs) Let's talk about this or, you know, just praying on something before this is what I'm looking for in this next season. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here looking at this list y'all and I'm like, yo, he really did in the areas where I thought I was specific. I played myself because he gave me like all the stuff on the list that I was looking for this year. You, because I wasn't, you know, year. on my parameters. <laughs> listen, some of it came with some bumps, bruises, and some scrapes. Okay. But I, I, I feel say like some blessings come like that though. Exactly. They're yeah. not all beautifully packaged. So yeah. I'm okay with that. As like I said, as long as I can continue to do some good, um, being here with you all today is just like, whoa like we haven't had a minute to like really catch up to think eight years ago eight years ago we was out here not being able to go to the dances do y'all remember this our parents had eight years ago it's like 10 years bro yeah, it's this. like 10 years. No, Wait, eight, years, eight years. Eight years since we graduated. It's eight years since we graduated, y'all, oh. from high school. Oh, my mm. gosh. I'm old. <laughs> Wait. Wait. So that's why we need to be living like y'all said. We ain't leaving nothing to next year or tomorrow. In high school, <laughs> we were out here afraid. I mean, rightfully so, afraid of our parents and the wrath of God that would come down on us should we not follow in line. But... <laughs> I'm just saying, some of our best memories came from that moments. Yes, that, that's what I'm it. saying. 2021, <laughs> as the owner of an amazing podcast says, good vibes only. Hey. Uh, I'm actually speaking. Always I'm positive vibes always. Always, always. Always, always. Always, always. Always. Three. Not two, not one. Always, always. Listen, listen. I'm trying to manifest it for everybody. I mean like just to echo what you guys are saying like blessings always come with new challenges the people yes. always forget that I'd be like damn this is what I asked for True. <laughs> that, that's the realest thing like I've been so I I finished my um my master's pro- oh my gosh I prayed to God get me into this school I entered the school I was like who sent me to go to school this is so hard. I can't wait to finish the school and rest. I told myself, I don't want to work until January. I want to take three months to rest. Good. I finished the program. Why can't I find a job? I just want to get a job. Oh my gosh. I can't get a job. Like, what is wrong with you? That's what I asked for. You know what I mean? Like step after step. Now, I'm going to get a job. Why didn't I take time to rest? Oh my gosh. I hate working. So it's just like... Yeah. I'm like confused. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> Looking at yourself in the mirror, like, who did this? Who asked for this? Oh my like, gosh, that's real. I mean, like, oh, like, who asked for Interesting. Yeah, I um, think just more gratitude, being grateful too. Just yes, like looking yes. at looking at the positives in every situation, focusing so on the so positives. Much. There's yeah. positive, there's positivity in everything. And I think that's something that doesn't come easily to me. I'm naturally always thinking of wow you know just like the negative things this is this should this was the the time of rest that i asked for but instead of that i'm thinking of wow my mates are working my mates are making making a salary and i'm here broke in my mother's house my my parents house (laughs) you have a house you have a house (laughs) you know you're not starving no you're not starving like 
like you said always like no honestly there's there's positives everywhere so I just think that yeah that's just silver lining to everything silver lining yeah just having an an attitude of gratitude y'all it's not mine I stole it listen okay (laughs) with the bars the bars today for me 20 in 2021 I want to get healthier um, I want to get healthier. And um, another thing too, is like, I want to continue to work in my purpose, whether that's like, you know, going to the grocery store and God is like, mm. Hey, give that random person a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to continue to work in my purpose and be firm in it. Even when people mm. don't understand what I'm doing mm. or why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause that's yeah. the part that I constantly struggle with. Like, how are people mm. going to perceive it? Am I like, you know, out of the wood, like, am I just talking out of my ass? Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so just making sure that I continue to work in my purpose, no matter how uncomfortable it is, because like I said, in my other episode, like people think being authentic is easy. It's yeah. actually really uncomfortable. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. It's a, it's a, it's not an easy thing to do. So I just hope that I continue to work in my purpose. I hope that I continue to nurture the great relationships in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I think, not a lot of people have that but I'm so blessed to have all of you guys like you guys are wonderful human beings and wonderful girls and like the fact that we've been friends for over a decade I don't take that lightly because not a lot of people have like real people in their Mm -hmm. life who have genuine happy intentions for them and wish them Mm -hmm. well so Mm -hmm. definitely nurturing um my relationships you know make like working to make sure that my intuition is stronger because you know I really want to get more in tune with my spiritual self and just being able to listen through all of the filters of what I need to do. So just working more on my intuition. And I have this random like thing I want to manifest is like going away for a month on some retreat or something, or just like, I I don't know, Hawaii, Bali, wherever. I just kind of like going on this like place where like I'm immersed in nature, but without bugs because I hate bugs. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of like what I'm calling in. Um, And yeah, you know, the list goes on, but those are like the top ones on my list right now. Um, Yeah. And I, and I hope that those things come to pass, but as on a global level, you know, I hope that people continue to elevate their consciousness, elevate the way that they think and see people and operate with each other. And yeah, those are my, those are my things for the year. So anyways, we've been talking for a while now, but before I let you guys go, words of wisdom, final words of wisdom for the listeners. Okay. Always have an attitude of gratitude. Mm. (laughs) Drops mic. (laughs) Peace drops mic. (laughs) Wait, let me think. Oh my gosh, everyone's thinking. I just like said some random thing. Okay, wait, no, it's okay. No, that, that was, was really good. important. So if you want to add something else, by all means, but you don't need to. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's see. This might be hard though, because we've been dropping knowledge like so I'm saying, bro. We've been dropping knowledge. <laughs> well, okay, I'll start. Um, you always have a choice. And I think that was something hard for me to like understand before. I always felt like, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like in every situation, you have a choice. Like it's a whole, it goes back to that whole being the director of your life, right? Like, Mm. for example, if you, I don't know how to like 
put this into a way that people can understand. But like, if you're in a place, in a relationship, at a job that you don't want, and like, sometimes it's not easy to just pull yourself away. So you have to come up with a game plan. But every single thing in life is a choice. How you let people treat you, it's a choice. How you treat others, it's a choice. You're always making a choice. So just remember to make sure that you're making choices with intentionality and, you know, from a place of love when you do. I would say um, be mindful. And I think the metric that you should use to test yourself to see if you're being mindful is transporting yourself like 80 years from now and looking back at you, Mm -hmm. would you be proud of the decisions that you made? Right. Um, Because of course, you know, like I said, people are going to grow and you're going to learn, but understanding like how you interact and show up into the world and how that impacts other people is super important. Um, The things that you choose to be silent on, whether it's, you know, for yourself, the things that you choose to advocate on, like just be super mindful because at some point in time, things will come to pass. Like how 2020 just came and put everybody in check who thought that they were living their best life and thought that they didn't have any accountability. It came and boom, a flashlight on your whole life. So Mm -hmm. be mindful and do things that a future you can look back on and be proud of. Mm. Those were bars, a flashlight on your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think my words of wisdom for today um, it's just, and again, when you are intentional and you are mindful in your actions, make sure you give it a hundred percent. Do I your best. Yeah. Give your ultimate best. Um, once you decide to, to execute, give it your all because yeah. you will reap the fruits of your labor and, you know, it, it's not just work. It can be even just like self-work. It can be a, a, friendship, relationship, family relationship. It can be anything, a project. Um, just give give your best in all that you do um, because it will pay off. Um, mm. Mm. Not let fear define you. I, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, and I know that. Um, but again, just kind of like based off what we were talking about today, like you have one life, you have one shot at this thing called life. Like, just just fall in essentially, um, and you'll be glad that you did. Mm, that was a, that was a great that. one, Mox. Well, to say I love you guys is definitely an understatement. Um, but I love you guys so much. No. Thank you for coming on the show. This is a great conversation. Love we love you, Drew. My pleasure. So good. Thanks for having me. Love you, Amanda. Love you, Mox. I'm on the podcast, so I know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for real. Like, I feel like this might be a new segment. I'm just speaking it into Listen. existence. <laughs> but this little girl chat corner here might be. Yeah. Hey, you doing something? Yeah. Doing a little some some. <laughs> Well, that's it for today's show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to wish you a happy new year because I will not be back with another episode till after the new year's. And I hope that 2021 ushers in lots of good vibes, positive energy, and just more blessings, you know, and no more heartache. If you've been facing a lot of heartache this year, whether it's the loss of someone or losing relationships, whatever it may be, we're saying positive vibes always for the year 2021. So till next time, guys, peace and love. 
always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.